Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Mavericks All Access with Omaha Athletics. Hosted by Anna Bellinghausen. Welcome back. Anna Bellinghausen along with Frankie Fiddler. Also first year head coach, Coach Crutchfield. Can we give Coach like a nice Omaha welcome officially? Coach, we'll start with you just about that day you were announced. I know Adrian Dowell is in here as well. He made the selection to bring Coach Crutchfield back to Omaha, his alma mater. What does it mean being back in Omaha, Coach? Well, really, first of all, let me say, this is a great crowd. Thank you guys for coming out. So give yourself a round of applause, yeah. really. For the first time doing this, this is a great crowd. Thank you. I tell you what, it's been unbelievable being back and um, just the welcome that, that we've had from all the people in Omaha. And, of course, my wife is here. She's from Omaha, so she's back. And uh, uh, it's been great. It's been great to this point. And uh, I'm excited. I'm excited about this year's team. Uh, and I'm excited just to just to get a chance to work with these guys and just the pride that I have being back in Omaha and, and representing you know, my university. For people that don't know, Coach, you have over 20 years of coaching experience between Power 5 levels, Oregon, Arkansas, Oklahoma. Also have some Summit League experience with Oral Roberts. What do you hope to bring out of all of that to Omaha? Well, just the fact that the experience, the experience factor of being in multiple different conferences, being in, being around so many different players, hopefully the recruiting landscaping experience helps. Uh, I think anytime you come into a situation like this uh, and having experience and having seen mostly 95% of what you're going to see and what you're going to experience is just going to prepare you and also help our team. Frankie, for you, you're a sophomore now. A new coach means new adjustments. How have you guys embraced this change? Um, I think we, I mean, coach has done a great job, um, you know, in practice, giving us what he wants us to do. And we're all just listening and uh, being able to adapt what he wants to do. Frankie, last season for you was remarkable. Scored double figures 19 times last season, two 30-point performances. What allowed you to be so successful last year just around you and your team? Um, I think I just played freely last year. Um, wasn't really worried about um, what I had to do or what I should have done. Just kind of played within myself and uh, did what, a, what I could do. And coach, for you, what's been your first impressions of the team that you're coming into with, into with this first season? Well, one of the things I think we're really, really, really athletic. Uh, we have length, we have size, uh, and I think we can we can put different lineups on the floor because of our versatility. I mean, you're talking about a guy here who's six seven. He says six eight, six eight. That's a guard, <laughs> you know. And when you can put different lineups on the floor, and you have length and you have athleticism, it'll give you a chance to be a really good defensive team. And that's been an area that we've been really really talking about. 
Frankie, one part of last season I do want to bring up, of course, you know it's coming, the ESPN debut for you. 11-point run yourself. You're on SVP, Scott Van Pelt, late at night. How cool is it to see that comeback for you up on SportsCenter, something that you probably grew up watching? Oh, it was crazy. Uh, I remember going back to the house. I was just chilling, and then someone texted me. I think it was Kayla. Is Kayla here? No. Well, she texted me. She was like, you're going to be on uh, SVP in 10 minutes. I was like, what? I was going crazy. <laughs> I was like, we got to get the channel on. My favorite line from it, the fiddler is on the loose. That's the exact phrase he used. Have you heard that a lot since? Uh, I wouldn't say the fiddler is on the loose, but the fiddler for sure. I've heard that a lot. The fiddler? Yeah. Okay. Do you like the nickname? Yeah, it's cool. I mean, if Scott Van Pelt gave you a nickname, you should probably like it, right? Yeah, it's cool. I like it, yeah. <laughs> Well, what does that mean to you, just seeing just that growth from yourself from this season to last season? You get on ESPN, you get all that success, but from the team perspective, what does that mean? Um, like for, for this year? For this year, yeah. Yeah, um, I just think um, going out there, being able to kind of do, do what I did last year and on top of that, do even more, being able to find my teammates open and stuff and hopefully get a lot more wins this year too. And coach, I know the offseason has been a big point of emphasis for you, strength training and all of that. What have you tried to focus in on? It's been really a, a variety of everything, really. Every, every aspect that affect the game that's going to give us a chance to have some success. We've been looking at everything. So it started back in the spring uh, and then it, it led to the summer of really, really trying to get bigger and stronger. And our strength coach, Ray, has done an unbelievable job of uh, – Helping our guys do that. I mean, everybody has decreased their body fat and increased their muscle mass. And that was big because we want to be a more physical basketball team. And I think you have to be able to do that to help us defensively. It goes back to that again. But, and we've done that. So that's, that's one of the main things we really, really looked at is just being a, a more physical team, getting bigger and stronger. And then off the court, just getting to know the guys on the team. What's that process been like for you? It's been great. We spend a lot of time together talking. Like he's in my office every day, you know, and they come up to the office automatically. We don't. He's have like, to. I'm in trouble if that happens. No, no, it's really been a fun thing because I keep a bowl of candy in my office, so you guys know. And um, there's Jolly Ranchers and there's chocolate, and there, it's there for a reason because. They'll come up and they'll stay one piece at least to two pieces to three pieces. And before you know it, we're having some in-depth conversations over, over some candy. And uh, it's been really, really good. Frankie, how about for you getting to know your new teammates? Also, keep meshing with the ones that you've seen last year. Yeah, it's great. Um, we all stay in the, in the dorms at UNO, so that helps a lot. And then uh, the candy in Coach's office helps a lot, too. <laughs> Do you have any, like, suggestions for new candy Coach to get? He just put some Halloween candy in, so it's got, like, Reese's and then uh, caramel uh, lollipops. Those are good, too. <laughs> so a lot of a lot of office trips soon. Oh, I, a lot of office trips coming soon, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Frankie, what's been your first impression of Coach Crutchfield and what he brings to this team? Uh, he's a great coach. Um, he's got a great mind. Um, I like how he thinks defensively. Um, I think he'll 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 help us succeed this year. And from that day one, where, where you were brought in and introduced to UNO, what was your main point of focus? Of hey, this is what I want to get done day one. I implementing that culture, or was it implementing those X's and O's right away? 
Well, the main thing was the culture. And uh, we wanted to make sure we get to know those kids that was in the program and the ones that was coming in. We wanted to make sure we were able to merge those pieces together. And, and it, it's, it's really a delicate situation when you're coming in and you got you no know, five, six, seven returning players and you bring in another seven eight, including walk-ons. So you got to make sure it's the right chemistry, it's the right mix. And we was really, really, really delicate about the kids that we that we brought in. So from a personality standpoint, we wanted to make sure we had the right pieces to, to one, have a foundation to build a program on. And, uh, and I thought we did that. How would you describe your ideal co- culture for this basketball team? Well, it's a bunch of guys that care about each other, uh, that think less of themselves and more about their teammates. Uh, guys that have a competitive spirit and understand what that day-to-day spirit is like when you come to practice or when you're in the locker room or when you're in the apartment, you know, you, you must have each other's back. And uh, we, we've done that. And uh, I think our chemistry has been really, really good. Frankie, from a player's perspective, how would you describe that team chemistry and that culture from what you see day-to-day? Um, I think we're a bunch of tough-minded guys. Like um, we push each other through practice. Um, we never give in on each other. We had boot camp like three weeks ago. It was probably the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. But I just I could look at my teammates and they pick me up and the same for me to them. So I think we're we're a bunch of tough minded players. Was it a lot of sprints? It was a lot more than that, but <laughs> <laughs> Well, coach, preseason polls are out. And a lot of people are writing the Mavericks off. But what kind of statement do you think this team can make this year? Well, I don't, I don't know if I can make a statement on what we can do right now. It's, it's hard to say that. But we're motivated. I will tell you that. We're highly, highly motivated. And uh, this is a team that understands that we're in the beginning stages of building something that's going to be really, really special here. And uh, they have the right mindset. And they're working hard every day. And that's all we can ask right now and in this beginning of this thing to make sure that they're working hard every day. And we're getting better every day. You're building that foundation, but you also want to turn some heads in the Summit League. What do you think it'll take to do that? I think, one, just being consistent. Being consistent, being who we are, uh, understanding what our value is as, as, a, as a team and a teammate, and guys playing their roles and being the best that they can in their roles. You guys have a lot of chances to do that. Your first non-conference <laughs> game, guys, Kansas. Are you kidding me? Defending national champions. Um, how exciting is that to go play at Allen Fieldhouse? Super exciting. I can't wait to beat them. Um, <laughs> 60, 70 points, Omaha. Yeah, yeah their uh, ring ceremony is going to be. Uh, what's You'll have it to called? crash the party, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It'll happen. Coach, for you, playing at a... <laughs> on the back yeah I don't know why coach doesn't believe in us <laughs> who's Bill Self I don't right. know we got coach Crutchfield oh I love you man yeah <laughs> oh, I love it but looking at the calendar there's also a lot of other non-conference games you got Iowa State Nebraska Iowa as well how do you get your guys prepped for those and what do those mean in the long run for when you hit the conference slate I think what that does is it puts us in a, in a power five arena and it gives us a chance to compete against the best. But also when we get to summit play, we can go out there and say, Hey, this crowd is not 15,000. It's not 16,000. So 
uh, the arenas are, are going to be packed when we go to those places, but it's going to get us prepared, I think, for road games in the summit. So we just want to go in really – in those games, you want to compete and, and stay in the game and fight through adversity. And there's going to be some things that we can learn throughout those non-conference games that I think really is going to help us in summit play. Frank, you got experience it last year, the tough road conference schedule. What does that do for you and the team in getting you prepped physically? Yeah, um, I mean, when you go and play a bunch of power fives, uh, you're playing a bunch of bigger, stronger players than you, uh, than when you reach into uh, conference play. So it helps a lot getting those games behind us and then uh, being able to focus on, you know, conference games. And speaking of conference, any games marked on your calendar where you're like, hey, let's get this one going, North Dakota, South Dakota. I know Oral Roberts for you, Coach, there's some history there. Well, I don't have any games marked. I think all of them should be marked because, we're, again, we're trying to build something special. I'm sure Coach Brown might have North Dakota State marked. And uh, we both was at Oral Roberts together. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> they're checked. <laughs> they're checked. Okay. So I'll let him do that. You know, I won't check any of them. Uh, speaking of the foundation you want to build for Omaha basketball to come, what's your you know, three-year to five-year outlook on what this program can build? That's a good question. And really, we want to get to a point where we're relevant in the Summit League. We want those teams that in year two, three, four, we want to be like the preseason poll came out the other day. We want to be in the top three in the league every year. Mm-hmm. And that's building the culture, building an ecosystem that our guys uh, understand and, and respect. And, and part of it is winning comes with that. All those teams right now that are in the top of our league have had a tradition of winning. And uh, that's the plan is to, to get this program back to a place where Omaha is proud of it and I think our league can respect it. Frank, you're only a sophomore, so what an exciting time for you. Where do you hope this team is by senior year? Um, in March Madness, Final Four. Uh, winning every game we play. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the correct response, Coach. I know. No I know. doubt about it. No <laughs> doubt about it. No doubt. When you look at your team right now and the talent you have, it's all about putting those pieces together, right, Coach? What's step one? What's your phase one of what you want that first few non-conference games to look like for your team? I think one, just to be able to compete. Um, every possession every minute compete, uh, be able to be mentally tough enough to fight through adversity on the road. Uh, Even in our home games that we have with Idaho and Ball State, we want to be able to, one, compete and and, and fight through adversity. That's the most important thing. Early in the year, when you you got a new program and new players and returning players, uh, you want to make sure you can do that. That's got to be the foundation of being able to withstand runs on the road and uh, just being able to be mentally tough and compete, I think. And Frankie, how about the leadership role that you'll be taking on your sophomore year, more so than that freshman year? You're still learning and everything. Now you're a sophomore, got a year under your belt. Yeah, I just think uh, leading like by example this year, um, being the one that my teammates can look to when uh, the times get tough during the game and I can just like settle them down get get our offense going, get our defense settled, and just uh, get everyone calmed down uh, in the game. 
For sure. And then coach, what are you looking for in those first couple games out of Frankie and those leaders of the team? What makes a good leader at Omaha? Well, and Frankie said it, uh, really just to be able to be a common force for the, for those other guys. Cause he's been in some big games. He's made some big, big shots. You no, know, a call rope has been in some big games. Those guys have played a lot of minutes and they have experience. So there's some guys that there's new guys that transferred in, whether it be junior college or high school kids, that they're going to be on the floor, but they hadn't been in division one games. So Frankie can give them some stability. Uh, he can give them some reassurance. He can give them some confidence uh, that everything's going to be okay. Coach, is your first head coaching job at your alma mater, especially? What does it mean to be at the helm and get to create your own team, your own culture, having this opportunity for the first time, really taking control of a whole squad? It means a lot. And I'm, I'm really grateful for the opportunity that uh, Adrian has given me. And, um, and I, take it, I take it really, really serious that, that, but I also believe in our administration. I believe in this university. I believe in this city. And I really think that we'll, we'll get this thing turned around. And I, I'm looking forward to the season. When you look back from when you were at Omaha till right now, how much of a difference has there been? I mean, probably, what, a whole other side of campus? No doubt. It's been a major, major change, and not just in our campus, but this whole city has changed in the last, how long we've been gone? 20, <laughs> 20 plus years. It's been, it's been a, a lot of change, but it's been great change. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to come back here, because I think this potential of having a Division One basketball team, other than creating in this city, there's opportunity, unbelievable opportunity here. Right, and you have Baxter Arena to help no you with doubt. that. And all of these fans out here as well. Frankie, what does it mean playing at Baxter in front of the Maverick faithful? Uh, it, it means a lot. Uh, the Baxter is probably the best arena in the Summit League. Um, and hopefully we can fill it this year and put on a show for, you know, the, the Maverick faithful. <laughs> Talked about a little bit before. Wear black, give back. It's today. It goes until noon tomorrow. It's a chance to give back to the community, especially UNO. What can you guys do with those funds to help you guys compete at those levels that you want to be at and help maybe with facilities and everything like that? What do those funds help you guys with? I tell you what, our administration has done a great job to this point in their fundraising, but those funds go towards our nutrition, it goes towards helping us with travel. I mean, there's so many things that you need to run a Division One program and do it at the level that, that your peers are doing it at. And uh, you need the funds. You need the funds. And our staff have done an unbelievable job of doing that. And uh, hopefully we can continue to raise more. Frankie, I know you're only a sophomore. You mentioned that plenty of times. But how do you hope to be remembered at Omaha as Frankie Fiddler, the Fiddler? Um, I think I told uh, Coach Niles, this the other day, uh, I want to be uh, the greatest basketball player out of Omaha when it's all said and done. So there we go. Yep. Young Trey Young, coach. He got the attitude for sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> if you didn't know, coach, you helped develop Trey Young over yeah. at Oklahoma, also Buddy Heald. No doubt. Uh, what's it like hearing back from those guys? I know Trey Young gave uh, Omaha basketball a shout out on Twitter too. Pretty yeah. cool to see that support. It's been great. Uh, we talk all the time. We on, we're, we're texting and talking all the time. So it's fun just to follow those guys. They're getting ready for their season. I think Trey's playing tonight and uh, Buddy plays tomorrow. So we talk all the time. And it's one of those things where like, 
both of those guys had unbelievable confidence and they had a little bit of attitude like this guy got right now. <laughs> like they believe they can do anything in the world. So that's, that's a great attitude to have. Keep that. Don't you lose that. I won't. <laughs> You've been instrumental in a lot of player development from a coach's perspective. What takes a player from good to great at the D1 level? Uh, I think confidence goes a long way and uh, putting in the work and they develop their own confidence. But at the same time, I think we have to give them a platform that that suit where they're at in their games. And uh, I think Frank is looking forward to having a great year because we're going to give them a platform that that's going to give him an opportunity to put the ball in the hole and score a lot of different ways and use his size and his versatility as a scorer. Frankie, your hometown kid as well. Hometown hero, if you will. What does it mean playing for somewhere you grew up? It means a lot. Um, just a lot of, you know, old childhood friends and their parents uh, reaching out to me saying, you know, good game or I'll be at the next game. Uh, I think it's huge that that I can play in front of the people I used to go to elementary school with. Last question for both of you. When you hear Omaha basketball, what words do you want to come to mind in anybody, any fans mind? Uh, winning the next Summit League championship every year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coach, how about you? Probably winning in tradition. Yeah, you want, we want people to say that. Eventually, that's the goal. Right. Well, it all starts at Kansas, Allen Fieldhouse, ruining the championship parade. Is that right, Frankie? 1-0, 1-0. Good start to the season. Guys, thank you so much. Coach Crutchfield, thank you, Frankie Fiddler. Thank, thank you guys for coming out. Thank you. <laughs>